I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The Lord, what am I here for? Is it the girls or the money or is it the more? I know the world about to come to an ending. So before it does, let me finish all my sinning. I see the devil grinning as if he winning. This is the bottom of the knife inning. And could I be a star? Does fame in this game have to change who you are? Could I be the same one who from, who came from a faraway life? Just to make it in this Broadway lights. Now shining in the broad daylight, go figure. A slow transition from a broke ass nigga. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back for another episode doing some podcasting with our boys. We got Justin in the house. Say what's up to everybody, uh, hello, Jay. Hello, everybody. Hello. AKA Rhyme Over Reason. You can catch him on Twitter. And we got my man Will in the house. What's up, ladies? And you can always find Will on Twitter, Mr. Underscore Montgomery. Um, don't forget you can leave comments on the podcast. Just go to Facebook, iTunes, or Podomatic. Search for The Black Guy Who Tips, and we will come up. And you can leave us a review on iTunes, or you can just comment on our episodes and let us know what you think. Uh, We try to interact as much as possible, and we also do a show on Saturdays where we will uh, read your emails and voicemails. Uh, to email the show, you go to the blackout tips at gmail.com. Send us an email. Uh, of course, the call the show 704 557 0186. And the official weapon of the podcast is the bullet ball. What? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Fish your weapon, Taser. All right. All right. My bad. But I can't be used as a weapon. I think you think about the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the uh, unofficial. Unofficial game of the podcast. Yes. The unofficial sport, if you will. That's bullet ball. That's and bullet ball extreme. And that's a bullet ball. <laughs> um, you know, I was waiting on Will to bust in with that, but then I was like, wait, you know, Karen, you <laughs> can I was ready. I was like, nope, no, not right now. <laughs> My bad, y'all. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm thinking about hot lead and that balls. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> been a rough day at work. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man. So, um, first of all, man, I, I have a few random thoughts, but Karen has random thoughts today, so I can kind of lean, lean back and chill and drink my Miller goddamn 64 uh, today. Um, no slip small liquor? <laughs> I got into a, a conversation on Twitter last night. I ended up in Twitter jail because we was tweeting so much back and forth, but... I made what I consider a simple statement, and we have some dudes in the room, we have Karen here, so I think we all can have some type of conversation about this. Isn't it a sign, and it's one of the early signs, right? Mm. I believe that crazy, women who are crazy, men who are crazy, exhibit signs of that craziness. I don't think crazy goes from zero to 60 right away. They don't slash your tires on the first day. They they wait. They, they, you know, crazy is trying. They kind of be cutting. You know, Freddy Krueger got the claws, the signs. Yeah, exactly. The signs. But you know, it's something unstable there. Exactly. You know, but maybe it's just the crazy eyes. Maybe it's the laughing at inappropriate times. But one of the, 
one of the signs of crazy that I have noticed over the years, and this particular with this is in particular with women, but I'm sure there's some dudes that have done this or whatever. I just don't have a lot of women friends that have told me about this. But if a woman calls you boring, chances are that she is gonna be crazy. Because normally what they mean by boring is why are you fostering a stable environment? that makes sense and has logic and doesn't operate on an emotional roller coaster that's just fueled by drama all the time. I am bored with stability. I need the shit to be shaken up emotionally. And somebody was, you know, like, a couple people were like, well, if the nigga's boring, then he's boring. And I was like, you know what? That makes sense. But sane people leave. Like, sane people don't. A sane person would be like, fuck, I'm bored. I'm out of here. I know that this is how Will is. I'm not gonna change him. But when you come out... Thanks, Ron. Yeah, Will, Will is very boring. <laughs> you know, but when you have, like, tact or something like that, you know, like, crazy don't believe in tact. No. Right? But when you have tact, it's like if, uh, you know, if you thought your woman was gaining weight. You don't walk in the house and say, you fat. Because that is a problem. It's gonna lead to a fucking problem. Yes, it is. What? What you? What you? What you, what you, what you, what you might even if it's true, it's still gonna be a problem. Right. And so, um, what you might want to do is walk in and start talking about maybe y'all need to stop eating out. Maybe y'all and together is always change. Maybe change. we. Yeah, yeah. We should we change our diet. Yes. I'm thinking about work out. Right. Going to the gym. I'm thinking about us going to the gym. That's right. So, so, um. And what this one girl in particular, I think her her uh, screen name is Yeah I Said It or Yes She Said It, and she was like, "Well, if it's if it's true or it's accurate, then why shouldn't you be able to say it?" And I'm like, "See, that's crazy." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of accurate shit, but if you love somebody, you don't tell. Like that's part of being of loving somebody is taking an approach with them where it's like even if I know something's true, I love you enough to handle it with kick gloves. Even when you don't love them, like you said, I'm, I'm out. You know what? I gotta, I gotta go wash my hair or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is that, man, you can say anything you want, but if you want to get a desired result, you need to say it in a certain way. Because if I, my wife came up to me and was like, damn, nigga, you fat. I'm like, well, fuck you, bitch. You getting fat. I would never cuss at my wife. Right. But just the same. But if, you know, if, if my wife came up and was like, hey, baby, you know, you you been eating pretty good lately, so <laughs> might be time to hit the gym. I'd be like, well, you know what, baby? You might be right. Let me go ahead and yeah. hit the gym. But you come at somebody sideways, first thing they're going to do is get defensive, and you're not going to get what you want. And being accurate is not its own justification for being <laughs> fucking rude. Like, I'm, like, you can't just be like, but because it was true, you're not, listen, you're not so turn the truth, all right? Yeah. You're not the truth teller. We don't, <laughs> no one is fucking paying you to be honest and brutally honest with them all the time. You can tell somebody the truth and be fucking 100% right and still be an asshole. Thank you. You know, 9 out of 10 in boring, crazy women typically are boring themselves and they always want somebody else to come up with these great ideas for entertainment. Right. Like, if you're that boring, it's because you obviously didn't have some input in what the activities were going to be. Yeah, and and just saying you're boring is a loaded word because what they're asking for is one, either A, you have to prove you're not boring by having some type of emotional response, whether it's anger, whether it's uh, being sad, whether it's crying, whatever the fuck. Some type of excitement. Right. They're like a change. 
And what made me think about this is I was watching the Bad Girls Club, the BGC on the Ox, and it was near the end, there's only four chicks in the house, they don't have any TV, there's nothing for these bitches to do, so they start flipping out and trying to fight for no reason. And I was like, you know what, that's what crazy does. The crazy gets bored, crazy has to throw a tantrum, or has to say something mean to somebody, it can't just be like, I should get a hobby. You know, you know what, man? I I was dating this chick in college, and she actually told me that she wasn't used to a normal, stable relationship. And she told me that she did shit specifically to piss me off, just to see how I would react, because that's what she was used to. Which now, is that, crazy. that shit is crazy because it's like I'm not used to stability. I'm not used to normal shit. This is making me uncomfortable. Right. I need to get back to some craziness, and that's when they start this crazy shit. Starting fights, starting shit like you're boring. Right. Because they need to get back to their crazy. And I've heard this story from so many dudes in my life that this one chick was trying to make me seem like I was the one making shit up. But I was like, no, you just don't, you either don't know a lot of dudes that are willing to be honest with you. Or your ass, or your ass is crazy. And she kept insisting, like, I'm not crazy. I'm like, well, you've been defending this shit for an hour. <laughs> I'm not saying you crazy. I'm just saying that you really got crazy's back on this one. <laughs> and, um, Why are you supporting crazy then? Right. And, and whenever I, I put it in the other, whenever I flip the genders on her and use another example where I was like, okay, let's say a dude is dating. Because the other thing is, same people, if you're with somebody and you think, hey, being born is a deal breaker. You don't get in a relationship with born. You basically are like, oh, this is enough. I, I got shit to do Saturday. We won't be going on no dates. But when you're crazy, you go, I'm gonna get in a relationship and I'm gonna change him, or I'm gonna make it. I'll make it interesting. <laughs> and, that, and then you end up with crazy saying dumb shit to you all the time. And I was like, as soon as I flipped it and put the dude on the other side of the equation, where I was like, okay, let's put it like this: You're a woman. You've always had short, natural hair. And you tell, you know, dudes been dating you for a while, you're like, hey, my hair is short, it's natural, I have a problem growing my hair, I'm not going to put chemicals in my hair, that you know this already. So he starts dating your ass, and then like, a month in, after y'all done moved in, he just walks in one day and goes, bitch, you need to get some longer hair. <laughs> you're not going to flip, a, you're not going to feel like that person's fucking crazy. Like, that person knew who you were, you weren't hiding anything. There's no extra secret hair underneath your scalp that you've been pulling away, you know, keeping in from them. That's what it is when you question the nature of somebody and call them boring. It, like, that is, you're fundamentally trying to change that person that can't be changed. But what I was, what I was saying is, let's say I did think you were boring, right? I thought, okay, I'm, I'm dating Karen, I think Karen's boring. I wouldn't walk into, her, into the room and just go, you boring, and think that's a solution to something. You're going to hit her up with, hey, why don't we go out of town every once in a while? When's the last time we went to a nice restaurant? Uh, remember when we used to do this? Like, you're not going to just jump right into, you boring, and, and think that that's going to lead to a constructive conversation. It's just so, it was just so weird to me. I mean, what, what, what you're saying when you're doing that, you're saying, I have a problem, you need to fix the problem I have. Right. If you got a problem, fix it yourself. Right. Either you get out of the relationship or you make it interesting. Yeah. But crazy you don't want to Crazy I, don't realize that they born at the same time. That's, that's part of the problem. Yeah, well, I, I think crazy thinks that they are the solution to boring. You know what I'm saying? Like, crazy is his own solution to boredom. It's like, time to start some shit. Ding, ding, ding. Like, nothing's happening in a week. 
That just happened in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know how we play ball with that dude that never has anything that's his fault? Yes. Crazy is like playing basketball with that dude. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, he fucks up and then he goes, where was everybody? Why didn't you come down? And you're like, nigga, you didn't have to shoot one on five. <laughs> like, you, you could have dribbled just as slow as everybody else. And, and I came him. up with a solution for crazy. I don't play with crazy anymore. Exactly. <laughs> I th- like I said, and I, I think the older I get, even though I'm not dating or anything, the quicker I recognize craziness, man. It's just so easy for me now. That I think when I surprised everybody or her, really, because everybody else seemed to get it, when I was just like, calling somebody boring is a real good hint that that person's probably crazy. Because, you know, you just wouldn't, same people just don't do that shit. They leave or they come in with some tact. Like, I'm recognizing it's so easy now. Like, I, I, I actually put on the tweet, like, this is for the young fellas. Here's some knowledge for you Because it's some shit I wish I had known At like 20 Instead of You know 32 oh, Did she ever come around Like what was Yeah that? yeah yeah uh, I mean, Did she just end up like I'm funny I'm gonna follow you No, no, nah, nah, She was actually cool man I, I thought it was a good discussion And um uh, you know, like I said, shout out to, I think it's Yes, She Said It or something mm-hmm. like that. Shout out to her because she was actually cool about it. And at the end of the day, we both laughed about it. And she kind of came around to at least what I was saying. Um, like I said, it was more just a verbal or mental gymnastics she was trying to pull. Because a lot of times when you're talking to somebody, you're really talking to their past, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I was really talking to her about was the fact that she did have some issues with the man, men in general. And she was hearing shit that I wasn't saying. Like, she was like, well, if you just say that you're going to walk up to her and be like, bitch, you fat or something. I was like, I, I'm not saying anything like this. I'm not cursing. I'm not saying there needs to be any drama. I'm trying to tell you how to avoid drama. And I was like, so have you experienced this in the past? Have you called a man boring and then stayed with him? No. Have you dated boring dudes? <laughs> yes. Well, what'd you do? Well, I just left. The end. <laughs> what the fuck? You are on my side. You're saying the same thing. Yeah, you're saying the same thing, but, but trying to argue with me because I'm coming at it from the But see, what you didn't ask her was how long she stayed with him after she told him he was boring. No, I did. I did ask her, and she and she left. She she didn't even tell him they were born. She just fucking left. Like I like all sane people do. <laughs> you don't do shit like that because it's only gonna cause drama. Like she ain't even taking her own advice. <laughs> people on Twitter are so sensitive. It's like they want to argue. They feel like somebody picking on them for no reason. Like yeah, like I just, and I was like eighteen hundred people read this tweet. <laughs> One of them argued with me for an hour. <laughs> now I'm happy to engage people because that's what I you know I love that shit. But I'm not gonna sit up. We not gonna act like I said some ambiguous shit and only you didn't get it. No, no, it was pretty, pretty concise. Everybody else got the point. Uh, all right, man, I'm handing the show over to Cam for a while. I'm doing commentary. <laughs> Roger, get close in on the mic, buddy. You host now. Handle your business. <laughs> well, this ought to be fun. Roger's let me do the random thoughts, and I'm a little different than Roger, so my random thoughts is me. I'm <laughs> different than him. Uh, I have an issue with toilet tissue. <laughs> so I'm bring up some toilet tissue stuff. My question is this: Why are there so many choices? 
And water some, cut your ass, and some feel like a summer breeze on your butt. <laughs> I think it should only be two choices of toilet tissue. It should be the good shit and then the bad shit. That's it. And honestly, you don't skip on your asshole and your teeth. Yeah. Everybody knows this. Like, let's break it down even further to good and bad, but good shit and... Those receiving government assistance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should only have the welfare brain, the toilet tissue, and the regular people's brain. There is, there is absolutely no reason why anybody in America should have one ply. Dude, one you know, ply is just, just terrible. I, can, I, up, I upgrade every time I can. You know, you know what I'm on now? I'm on aloe. The aloe toilet tissue. You on that cotton now? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. so. Yes, the green, the green package. The green package. <laughs> so I stuffed that shit out like this is almost a wet wipe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for one down from wet. Lock away. If I can find a way to warm this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a instant warm up wet wipe. I'm done. I think the minute I get some dry toilet tissue, I'm gonna be like, hold on. That's a problem here. You're going to have to go back to the store. <laughs> Before I get off this pot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't been to a uh, tissue shopping in a while, but if I, if I have to, that's a problem. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, dude, I'm looking for, like, a wet rag type. <laughs> like, like when, they, when they create the toilet tissue that is just a warm, wet rag, and you throw in the trash or flush it down the toilet easily, uh, I'm done. I'm out the game. <laughs> nah, that's it. <laughs> no, man. There's nothing worse than some hard, jagged-ass toilet tissue, man. It's going to stick all in your ass. Yeah. Now, now, on top of wiping your ass, you need to shower. Yeah. <laughs> we got a fish that's the worst tissue for running noses too. Oh, oh yes. God, how you know you yes. dry Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who these people are. I guess when you're in college you think well, I can get one more pack of beer. No, get the right, oh, right after you, know? you get out of college when you real broke. Yes, man, get look, eat the Raymond's pride. Get the good toilet tissue. No, at least get, at least get mid grade. There's no reason anybody should oh, ever have like one ply. And if I come to your house and you have one ply, I will put you on blast. Yeah, I'm judging. I'm, <laughs> I'm, judging. I'm, I'm not gonna talk to you behind your back. I'm gonna talk to you. Yeah, oh, no, I'm right. Like if we had a party and I go use your bathroom and there's one ply, I'm coming out like. Nigga, I know you don't got one plot coming. <laughs> right, yeah, give me the mic. I need to say something. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, cut the karaoke out. Cut the karaoke out. You probably got holes in his socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap ass toilet tissue. Where you go to the dollar store? <laughs> but you never get that toilet tissue, dude. No. I, it's been to the point where, and this and this hurts me to say as a brother, but it's been to the point where I actually had to get the good shit when it wasn't on sale. Yeah. That's when I knew I was. I was like, I'm a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> So this is one time where sale would not persuade me. Yeah, I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just buy four rolls to wave me over to the next time they have a sale. Over I know, there. right? <laughs> even, even still, like, boy, and don't let me. I've got toilet tissue when I didn't need it. That's why I knew I was growing I know, up. right? You get, I always get the 24 pack. Right, right. Yeah, right. right. Well, yes, I just stuff it all in the closet. Like, I remember the first, I was like, I'm an adult. I was like, I'm officially an adult. When I went down to toilet tissue aisle and saw the, the uh, Cottonelle aloe, Plus vitamin E, and that shit was like a 24 pack, and it was like half price. I was like, ooh, gotta get two. <laughs> <laughs> what are you rolling toilet tissue? I don't know how to put this shit right now. Yeah, <laughs> just toilet tissue all in the attic. <laughs> 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 
like, fuck that. Sleep on that shit till the time to use it. It's nothing but, nothing but the softest politician type of this ass. Uh, my wife, I was, I'm the same way with the, um, with the clothes detergent. You know, back in the day, I just used, I was looking for the cheapest shit I could find. I'll be on that Arm and Hammer. Mm. Yeah, that shit was like, that shit for like two fifty. Why does Arm and Hammer sell the cheapest toothpaste and <laughs> and clothes detergent? I don't know, but like they got the cheapest everything. You can wash your dishes. I bet it's just the same shit in different forms. Like put it in powder, you can wash your dishes with it. Put it in the tube, you can do toothpaste. You can brush your teeth. Yeah. And uh, liquid, you can do your clothes. Nah, I was on that arm and hammer for a minute, but then you know my wife got me onto that tide. Now I'm like, man, I can't do nothing but tide. I can't. Use, I'm sorry, I can't use game. I can't use none of that shit. I have to use tide. I bought a big ass, 126 loads. Yeah, can't go back, dog. Nah. It's a wrap. And. You can get what you want out of Tide. Tide with bleach. Tide without bleach. Tide's foot. Hellagard Tide. Mouth Fresh Tide. If you didn't use Ocean Tide, Ocean. you're not living right. Yeah, right. You're going to have Tide by the race soon, dog. No. Asian Tide. Indian Tide. <laughs> now with curry. <laughs> and my next random thought is, why are there um, holes in Swiss cheese, but they charge you full price and not half price for the cheese? <laughs> That's a good point. That's the question I have because when we buy like the baby Swiss cheese, they have all these holes in it. I'm not, I'm not getting a whole. You know, when you get American cheese, you get a whole slice of American cheese. Yeah, a whole block. Yeah, uh-uh. I got holes in it, so why not half price? Sounds like a goddamn conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, I was actually thinking about this, man. Right, and you only get fucked. If you buy the cheese by the slice, but if you buy it by the weight, we actually work. It works out okay because holes weight they should weigh zero. So if holes, <laughs> holes weigh zero, you should get the same weight of cheese. I like uh, behind the scenes. Me and Karen have done this show before, but we couldn't put it out because the quality was so bad with uh, Miss Music of his life. That, that's how I lost. I lost episode miss, mixtape for y'all to be on in this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah, so when we did this the first time, I was like, yeah, they all ripping us off. And I thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. The whole should weigh zero pounds, so we should, we should be right, I think. But, honestly, it does not seem like I get twice as many slices when we order half a pound of fucking Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get the same slice. Yeah, yeah. like, doesn't it seem like you get the same thickness of slice? You gotta get the shredded bag, I guess. <laughs> That's the only way to get Maybe the Swiss cheese is just heavier or something. Something, like, right? It's something is something carried on to something. You know, the thing is, too, is that that's always the cheese with Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. And he making the whole oh, shit yeah, all to the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so it really should be cheaper. Because mice been Because it makes you think of a mouse in here. It yeah. really should be cheap. That's the nastiest cheese now I think about it. I think we're going to have to I'm start. I'm going to eat that shit though. Oh, it's so good. I wonder if Don Nelson Action 9 can fix that. <laughs> he be on it though, don't he? He <laughs> <laughs> can make change happen. <laughs> <laughs> and while we are talking about cheese... I was just wondering, are some NFL players made out of cheese? Uh, because, <laughs> that's why I'm asking because, like, I've been watching the reports lately, and, like, niggas be breaking fingers, snapping them back in place, and going back on the field, you know. Brett Favre got a concussion, he shook it off, back next week. Like, maybe, am I the only one? Yeah, Derek Mason had surgery on his hand, and it was off of on the bye week, and came back the following yeah. week. Yeah. You know, I actually thought she was going in a different direction. I thought she was calling them salt. I don't know. Nah, I like think this, that uh, it's like gummy. Yeah, I just think they just yeah, cause like yeah. Brett Favre fractured his 
First of all, I've had a fractured ankle. That shit hurts. It was a yeah. First of all, it yeah. hurts like shit. It was it was a hairline fracture. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Didn't require surgery, mm-hmm. but I had to wear a boot. Yes. Which apparently this motherfucker didn't have to. And um, my ligament tore from the bone, <laughs> which is the same shit that supposedly he had. It took me like four months to get on a basketball court. And maybe another three months after that to feel like I was kind of the same and could depend on my ankle. He was on there the next week. Yeah. But you, you don't have doctors. Steroids. You don't have doctors. <laughs> oh, spend millions oh, of dollars. Yeah. It's the HG. It's the HG. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> HGH. Now, it's ridiculous how quick all these dudes are recovering from the injury. Wes Walker coming back from a fucking ACL. Yep. I was like, that's ridiculous. That shit takes like a year. At least like seven, eight months. Yep. That's so. crazy. Oh, you know the difference too with those players is with the NBA, they take their four months to heal. Maybe yeah. a month and a half. They, they just, but football look, players, like you say, Karen, they come right back out, and that's the steroids. They guarantee money. And also, it's a little, it's more difficult NBA players because they play more than once a week. When you playing, yeah. you know, two, three games a week, man, that shit. Well, and let's keep it real. Them guaranteed contracts. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed contracts say a lot because in the NFL they can cut your ass. Yeah. Like a, a ACL repair in a eight months or a year is the difference between not being on the team next year yeah. and being on the team. That happened to you both for San, um, San Diego. Yeah, Mayor Merriman. Yep. Shit. Yeah. Wes Walker was out there like with a knee brace on the first few weeks of the season just. Just cause, and even he was even Here doing. Spot. He was even doing interviews like, well, you know, I don't know if I can trust my knee yet. Then what the fuck are you doing out there? Uh, cause he because know, he knows. He know they'll do him like they did Randy. Exactly. He was looking at Julia Edelman like, not yet, nigga. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> I got this shit. He don't get cut anyway. He been fucking up the like, oh, <laughs> Is it him or cause Randy's not there anymore? A little bit of both. Yeah, it's because Randy ain't there. Randy made West. Go ahead, Cass. Yeah, and, and the reason why I said because in my opponent, because I, I don't think I made out of Swish. I think I made more out of yellow American cheese. <laughs> you know, I you know, a lot of times when I break a nail, if it goes down into the skin, I got issues. So, you know, I ain't got I ain't breaking no balls or nothing like that, but I don't come back quick. Mm. Maybe, maybe that's part of being old. I don't know. I wish y'all could see Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have any video in here. I'm glad we don't. Karen's adding gestures to each point. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, you know, when you're young, you, you can bounce back from some shit. Yeah. Man, when you old, first of all, when you get old, and old being like 30, because right, you're over yeah. 30, right? Yes. So we all over 30. Go ahead and put me out there, Will. Just put me out there. Yes, I'm over 30. <laughs> oh, I'm like older man. Yeah, you know, I'm experienced. I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, when, you, when, when you're uh, getting up there in age, man, you, can, <laughs> you get hurt doing simple shit that you ain't get hurt before. Yeah, you get hurt. Like, man, I, was, I walked down the stairs, stepped on the crack, went on my ankle. But before you, you know, he's like, man, I broke my ankle and I just had to walk out. You know, out the street. <laughs> man, Will, remember when we went to that Chinese restaurant? And it was the stairs was wet and I fell down the fucking stairs. Dude, my my knee, like my my foot was literally touching where my uh, back lower back is, and I fell down like four stairs. It was the wettest, slickest stairs in the world. Dude. That was one of the things where it's like you want to laugh, but you got to make sure they are. Right. Yeah, I was laughing. We went. I didn't even laugh. I was the only one laughing. Yeah, I, had to make, I had to make sure he was like, I had to start laughing. <laughs> like, and it was like, boom, 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 boom. 
boom, boom. Oh, Lord Jesus, help me, please. Oh, Lord Jesus. I don't want you wearing that. That would have made it even funnier. I don't even have time to holler. It was only four steps. And I fell so bad, dude. It was like, boom, boom, boom. I was like, oh, shit. And I got up, man, but I remember being like, uh... How the fuck do NFL players play after this shit? Like, that's one tackle in the NFL. Pretty much. I don't think I played ball for like a week after that shit. I was like, I need to take some time off. No, man, my, uh, my stepson wants to play football, and he is really small. He's uh, he's almost 15. He's 5'3 and 110 pounds, and he wants to be a receiver. So we're watching football this weekend. I was like, so you want to be a receiver? I want you to watch how all these receivers get in. And then, you know, Cotley got knocked the fuck out. Yes. And then um, there's a bunch of receivers that's just getting laid out. I was like, you think you can take a hit like that? And I was like, and you're going to be going up against niggas my size. Yeah. You still want to be a receiver? He was like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, 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 he got hard, though. He got hard. So no, that's the John Jackson. Uh, that's because he ain't out there yet. Yeah. yeah. Like, you he gonna, he gonna go out there at the end of next year. And I was like, if you play football, you gonna play the whole damn season. Unless you get really hurt, you ain't gonna stop this because you a little sore. You gonna go out there and take them licks. I gotta pay a hundred dollars for you to play shit. You know. You know what you need to do, Will? Is every time you see him, just mush him in the chest into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, I'm just trying to get you ready. I'm just too long ago and my thing is this you know how people say they work hard and you play harder I say you work hard and you sleep harder and I was very disappointed when I went to the polls to vote and there was not anything up there for my agendas they should have been do you want nap time at work check (laughs) (laughs) and I would have been fine Kids are not the only one that benefits from nap am I I the only one that thinks that no no you actually have a good point because in the earlier stages of um, school, they give you nap time so that you can learn, focus, and concentrate more during the school day. So if your work day is longer, you should get nap time so you can be more productive when you're not napping. Sure. That's an excellent point. Well, I mean, if you look at it, dude, five-hour energy, coffee, soda with caffeine, sugar, all this shit is just a substitution for the fact that we can't take a nap at work. Pretty much. As a we pretty much are all doing this shit just to be like... Uh, let me go give me a little cup of coffee. Because what we really need is like 30 minutes of nap and we be straight. Yep. Oh, I, and I can tell you, man, with with a little baby right now, I need a motherfucking nap. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I need a nap when I get to work. I need a nap at lunch and I need a nap before I go home. <laughs> if they send out a, posit- a petition, I will forge people's names. I swear to God, I will. You need a nap, man. It's, you're not it's like you can take my lunch hour and break it up into like 30 minute naps. And I would work out. I would work out with that. I'll be okay. I'll be like, you know what? I'll eat at my desk, but I need them thirty minute naps, dog. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, that was a daily lap dance. 
a lot of times if a chick's that obsessed with being sexy in the bedroom all the time, she, she might be fucking it. crazy, man. That's another sign. <laughs> and I know, and a lot of dudes, they know this already. They just don't give a fuck because they like, hey, I whatever. I care only about my dick. That's as far as I thought this out. <laughs> but, but it is a sign. Like, uh, another, like I've, I've met women before that say something like, yeah, I, just, I don't wear underwear. I'm just like, ever? Under no circumstance... In your life, That's have you ever thought? Yes, Daddy. I should put on some drawers. Ever? I'm not. I'm not saying it's not sexy right now or whatever the fuck is happening, but in in life, in general, at some period of time, yeah. Like if I, if I as a dude told you that, you would be like, "What are you a porn star for a living?" Know, right? Um, like there's no excuse for this shit. So like. That's but that's a sign. But yeah, there's a lot of dudes, like these pimping ass dudes on who are the, who are those guys, that might be like, yeah, that's sexy. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if I go by their relationship advice. You know well, what I'm see, saying? Man, the, the way I look at it is I tell my wife all the time, I don't need you to put on no lingerie right. and no special shit. Man, come to bed in your drawers and right. some boy shorts. I'm right. good to go. I don't need all this extra shit, but you know, when, when you marry, when you've been together for a while, you can just be yourself. You don't have to worry about putting on a show and trying to impress somebody all the time. Yeah, what's because, the point? Really, though. I mean, it's like, if you can't be comfortable with that person, then why the fuck are you with them? Yeah. And something I want to say, maybe this is just me. I've learned, and this is just me, because me and Roger have been together so long, I don't spend a lot of money in, like, Victoria's Secret and all that. I used to. But one time, Roger was going at it, and he ripped it, and I had paid like a hundred dollars. I was like, oh, let me take it off myself. But now that fucks moved up. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it was expensive, so I just bought cheap stuff, so when he ripped it, it's all good. I go to Walmart and replace it. Yeah, that's another thing. I, maybe that's just me. <laughs> Whenever I see that shit, I just want you out of it immediately anyway. I'm not, really yeah, there's no thought process in my mind where it's yeah, like, like, ooh, that's sexy. Yeah, how much you date? Oh, girl. Matter of fact, if you dating a dude... And you walk in in some expensive ass lingerie, and the first thing out of his mouth is like, "Well, how much did that cost? Where did you get that from?" <laughs> the is fucking gay. <laughs> that motherfucker is boring. <laughs> he does not want to fuck. That is the problem. You guys have been together too long. Yeah. And it gets to the point where he is like, "And so, you, you, how much was that?" Victoria's Secret. Oh, yeah, is, it, what? Yeah. is that the phone line? I don't know. Get that rid of that nigga. Yeah, the other thing is, are they doing it for the mates or for themselves? Because men yeah. don't really give a fuck. No, that's what I'm saying. The niggas on this podcast gave a fuck. And I was all like, I was like, this is the gayest shit I've ever and heard. That, and that's what I was going to say. From dudes. And I don't mean gay as in like, gay as in like, uh, being gay is bad. But I mean like, I've never met a heterosexual male that cared that much about fashion on women. Like Andre 3000 said, why don't you just get in some old, cute, regular draws? Yeah. Because if you can make that shit look good, then I'm good. It's going to look good regardless. All I need is some boy shorts. Now, I will say, it is nice if your wife comes to bed, and this is for all the black men out there, if your wife comes to bed every now and then without her head wrapped. Right. It's just nice. (laughs) (laughs) But Got your silk pillows. Yeah, I know, right? I know, right? I know. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to help the young. I have no game up, boy. There's a lot of niggas with no game. 
game right now that don't have silk pillows yeah, in their house. Cotton ain't cutting. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, 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 well, I was going to say that thousand count, but that, that 100 count for you. No, <laughs> I know, I know, my wife put some fucking 100 count sheets on the bed, and I was like, why you got these fucking socks on the bed? It's <laughs> <laughs> all rough and scratchy. Okay. At least, don't go no lower than 300. Thank you. Don't go no lower than 300. For my dollar store menu, menu nash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna avoid that. <laughs> hey, you, now it is nice to see your woman walk around just during the regular when she cooking or that sort of yeah. thing and something. Well, I mean, what it makes it makes her feel nice and everything. And I'm not saying women should never be sexy, no. But I mean, to think that it's some type of a mandatory everyday requirement, you are dating a homosexual man like that. There is no heterosexual man that I've ever met that was on some like look. My wife is going to be in a thong every day, walking around <laughs> like this what? and walking around like that. Because it's just like, you know what? That's not realistic, man. But, but you know what? I, I actually do know this one dude. I ain't going to call no names and everything. But he's very, very into how his chick looks. Because right. he's very into image and everything. Right. So he's, he's like... Secure. But what I'm saying is he's very much into his image, so he was like, well, my chick got to be bad because I'm dating the baddest chick, and right. she need to look good all times. So I'm like, man, that shit's cool when you in like the first week or two, <laughs> but when you've been yeah. with them for a while, man, that shit don't fly no I more. I mean, I understand. There's a lot of dudes that judge their women by the circle, their judgments of their friends. Like, if, and I'm not one of these dudes, but yeah. it's like... If my friends don't think I'm dating the banging this chick, then I can't roll with this chick. And um, I met this dude, and there's a certain type of insecurity to it too. But if you're a, t- a secure person, you're just you're more on the tip of I know my chick is bad or whatever, and people are gonna think she bad. And then there's the other dude that's like, hey man, because I I met this dude, you probably hung out with this dude before, where he's like, she go to the bathroom or something, it's like, hey man, what you think about my chick, man? You think, you think she bad? She bad? Is she bad? You would, would you think she bad? And it's like, nigga, what do you think? I'm not fucking her. I don't know. Does it matter? The way I look at it is, I don't give a fuck if you like her because as long as she look good to me, right. I'm the one hitting it. You ain't hitting it. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm not. If this shit don't look good to you, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm trying to offer. I'm trying to offer yeah. every perspective, and I'm just like I personally could give a fuck. That's just yeah. the way I roll. But. I know there's dudes that do give a fuck about what their friends think because, one, you do not want to be dating, like, a busted chick and nobody tell you. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you don't want it to be news to you. You don't, okay, want, to be the last, you don't want it to be the last one to know that your chick is fucked up. But, dog, if... If, if your chick is busted, right. but you like her and she look good to you, there's there's this couple I know that both of them ain't exactly the the you know magazine material and right. everything, but <laughs> they love each other and they find each other very attractive. I'm like, shit, do your thing, be yeah, happy because yeah. it's about you. I agree, I agree wholeheartedly. Like I said, I'm coming. I agree. I'm I just trying it's to, hard for me to yeah, process I'm trying to express. Shit, well, I can, I can uh, see how I can see how a dude would be like. I need my dudes to think I got a bad chick. Uh, but it is a certain type of insecurity to that too, where it's like I won't feel good about my chick unless everybody feels good about my chick, or at least my friends feel good about my chick. And that's where this shit comes from. Where you have to do with folks like that. That's that's where it comes from. Where you had to do this, like my chick always got to be bad. We go to she go to the grocery store. She need to put on some high heels and she need to put on the dress. Like you know, that's where it comes from. That type of insecurity. And that usually corrects itself after you get divorced. And <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm accustomed to this type of lifestyle. <laughs> and I need, and I need <laughs> half. Half the dog. 
want more than half. Yeah. Um, I need enough to sustain this lifestyle. Yeah, just ask Nas. But I mean, but for the ladies listening, though, not just you know, I don't want to take them all responsibility off of them. I just find that when women dress up nice or dress up sexy. They do seem to feel better about themselves and feel sexier. You know, that's what the beauty of Sundress Month was. Like, some, it's not even about us as dudes, really. I mean, we benefit from being able to take a gander or just hanging out with a lady that feels sexy. But in general, it'll make them feel better about themselves. You know, spice yourself up. You don't got to do it where you're like, oh, I got to do these dishes. I better put on my thong. My husband's going to be around. But I'm just saying if you want to. Ain't nobody gonna knock it. I'm gonna say the prime example is Rod trying to teach you fools how to fish. Right. <laughs> y'all need to listen. Like, and the thing is, y'all mess up because you only tell your woman she look good or she's sexy when she go out and, and you wear that expensive stuff. Yeah. You need to tell her she look good just on the general. Yeah. Just because she look good. Too. Tell her what she broke too, man. Tell yeah. her. What, tell her what yeah. she got her uh, hair scalp on and it's raining outside <laughs> and she got on like her PJs. You need to tell her sometimes then too because it'll cost you less. Because if you only tell her she look good when she got some expensive shit on, I don't know what kind of financial situation y'all in, but you might be buying a lot of shit is all I'm saying. You need to tell her she look good in the Goodwill shit and she look good in the Victoria's Secret shit. Don't be just telling her she look good when she got the expensive shit on because that's how you lose money. Yeah, and, and speaking of the chicks that dress up all the time, man, if a chick dresses up and is very about her appearance all the time, that shit is a turn off. Cause, yes. Because I'm like... You focus way too much on how you look. I had a friend. You have no personality. I had a friend that you'd be at a party or something, and she wouldn't let you take a picture of her. Mm. And I was like, crazy. (laughs) She got warrants out. That's why. Nah, it wasn't even that. But I know, first of all, that's funny. But I'm being being very serious. It freaked the shit out of me. I was like, hey, everybody take a picture. like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, what? (laughs) Put the camera down and shit. I was like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I thought we could do this. I thought we were all friends. I'm just going to tag you on Facebook. It's like, don't put me in no pictures. I was like, all right, calm down. <laughs> you slept to the side. Matter of fact, I'm gonna lock this door behind you when you leave. Step away, step away from the family that you love, and let me take a picture of everybody else who is here to share this magical Christmas. That sounds like some drug lord type shit, dude. I just, hey, all I know is that shit happened. America's and, most wanted is looking uh, for that person yeah. here right now. So that's a, it's just one of them signs of crazy. crazy. It's one of the signs of crazy. So, fellas, if you dated a chick or you're dating one. When you try to take a candid photo, and I'm not saying she was coming out the bathroom or she was had her hair wrapped up. I'm talking about literally y'all were at a function where people were around and you were to take a picture and she flipped the fucking fool on you. Leave now. Go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. And I, maybe this is me. I have a question for y'all. Wouldn't it make you insecure if other people were talking about they want to screw your girl? Because you know how people ask you, you were saying they actually, but wouldn't that make you feel uncomfortable? Maybe that's just me. Well, first of all, this, this is only happening to me with white people. Um, I'm like, and I'm not saying no brothers do this, but okay. brothers it, don't didn't, do it didn't happen until I got white friends okay. where uh, they would be like, uh, what do you think about my wife? And it was, I was like, what is this? The dark average? Like, I'm not going to fuck your wife, dog. I'm sorry. Check the previous episode so you know what that is. <laughs> yeah, don't take it personal. I'm not going to fuck your wife. She's very attractive if that's what you want me to say. But, like, I've had dudes ask me that, and or they would, it would be like a loaded question, like, hey, man, she's looking good today. She got some titties. I'm like, 
I don't even know what to say to this. <laughs> if I say yes, are you going to punch me in my face? And, you know, because then I would have to punch you back. Like, I'm not going to take no ass <laughs> moving over your wife. Y'all going to say, I haven't experienced that with my black friends. Yeah. I haven't either, man. And, I, and the thing is, like, I don't, like, I, if you, especially if you feel comfortable with yourself, like Rod said earlier, and. I'm sure, like Rod, I'm sure Rod knows in his mind that hmm, you know what, Karen is an attractive woman. Other people probably do look at her, but especially okay. old men. It's disrespectful. Yeah. It, it's completely disrespectful for me to be like, um, yeah, Rod. So Karen look nice today when I came for the party. Like, it, I think that is a cultural difference because, like, I would never say that to anybody. I was fucking you was dating Holly Berry. Like, she's invisible to me. On the sexual level, that's your fucking wife. We're, we can be nice. I'll leave the house and in my mind, I might be like, damn, Holly was looking good. I would never walk up to Justin and be like, Holly Bear is looking good. Your wife, man. Hey, I would tap that as I would say. No, 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 that's personal. That's personal. With all due respect. Yeah. That's how you know somebody from the first Yeah, with all due respect, I would come on them titties. Anyway, this is a wonderful gingerbread. Did you make this? Yeah, fuck that, man. I don't know. It's just me. While we're speaking of sexy, something that's not sexy to me is old man penis. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See old man penis for the thoughts. I don't know if you want to get thought. Oh, Brett Favre isn't listening to this. She was going to smoke the bathroom. You saw the Brett Favre penis? No, no clips, no clips, no clips, Brett. And the reason why I say that is because I went to Subway and I had bought a, a pizza and I didn't know they did pizzas. So I was eating and I had finished. So I got in the car and I got to open up the door. And I heard somebody say, psst, psst, hey, baby. I was like, who was talking to me? And <laughs> the car beside me had an old dude in it. He was literally trying to holler at me. It was the Lord. No, no. No, this was the old. Was he doing the Lord's work? <laughs> no, no. And I told Roger if I had a taste, I'd have tased the <laughs> Because. You just don't do that because he's working on the podcast. Yes, it is because he was just trying to holler at me. He was like, "Hey, baby, talk about I know how them young because I guess he seen my ring. Talk about I know how them young boys do. Talk about I be waiting over here in the corner like Michael Jackson. I got something for you. The fuck you talking about? I was looking at the old waiting in the corner like Michael Jackson. Yeah, I don't know what that's waiting for some little boys to walk past. You know, old men ain't yep. <laughs> you should have called the police on that. That sounds like some old rapist, some Eddie Long. That yeah. sounds like some Eddie Long. Yeah, stuff. He, he better be glad he was of distance, and it just happened to be a, another a dude off. And I guess he was looking at him like, this is very, very inappropriate. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting my ass in the car and let him sit and talk to himself. And that really made me think, maybe it's just me, and I love my husband. I know we both gonna get old. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, old man penis just, just, just don't turn me on. Old man don't do nothing to me. Who was you I'm wearing that day, Karen? Like, was you, was you showing him something that made him just go crazy? I don't know. That's, that's crazy. That's right. That's an example where I was talking about crazy. He was trying to holler. I mean, first of all, crazy don't need provocation. But it ain't like crazy is like, oh, I'm only going to holler at. First of all, I mean, Karen, you know, is attractive. I guarantee she's not the only person he hollered at that day. Crazy will sit outside of fucking Walgreens and every chick that come out be like, hey, if he ain't treating you right, you know what I'm saying? Drop that hero, give him the zero. Hey, it's like, <laughs> Crazy is just trying to get some pussy. He don't know how to get it because Crazy doesn't have what? Tact. 
Crazy doesn't have tech. We bring it full circle for you. No, man. I was, I was in the grocery store. Messy I swear to God, just yesterday. I was in the grocery store yesterday, and there were two dudes in front of me. There. The first dude was probably mid-50s, and he was, was this Hispanic dude. He was trying to holler at the girl at the register. Keep in mind, the girl at the register is still in high school. And, wow. and he was in there on some seriously trying to holler like, what time you get off? I'm going to come back here at 9 and holler at you. And she was she was trying to be nice but dismissive, right? Right. And I was like, I was like, right. I was sitting there thinking, I hope she's okay. I hope she don't make a Next time I come in here, I'm gonna see a picture on the wall. So what is my responsibility? So then, oh, it gets worse. So then, so then, um, so then. That dude left, and there's a dude in front, the next dude in front of me, who was there with his little daughter, who was like 10 or 12. This nigga trying to play it off and holler. It's like, yeah, you know, I see him hollering at you. You all over there flirting, all that makeup on your eyes, and you smiling and everything. And then he look over, he's like, you know how they do, don't you? And I'm sitting there like, no, nigga, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, why the fuck are these old ass niggas trying to holler at this 16 to 17 year old girl? And the dude was putting in work. I mean, he was sitting there for a good like two three minutes. Shit already rang up. I'm she, trying to she get there. She better not home. leave by herself. The guy's right there saying, "I was well, the, the fact that homeboy was sitting there hollering at this chick with his ten or t- uh, ten or twelve year old daughter right there in line yeah. with him. Hey. I'm like, man, these that nigga needs lazy. Maybe he thought she was like thirty. No, the girl look, she look young. She ain't one of these girls that look like a grown ass woman. She's like, my cataracts like, is acting up. That's like, after school, Man, shit. <laughs> I be like, look, Sadiqa, if you if you ain't dead last week, then I'm gonna just tell her to rewind the footage from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's what girl misses out on. They think they, they found the remains. No, it's yeah. Really? You could have solved the case. It's crazy how much difference that in that sentence the word remains make. Cause like. It was like, it's this little girl missing, but don't worry, they found her. <laughs> Man. Like, oh, it just went from a happy story to a sad story. One word. Oh. <laughs> and my last uh, random thought, y'all. Which owner do you think would jump off the building when they realize their team will not make the playoffs this year? The owner of the Cavs, the owner of the Cowboys, or the owner of the 49ers? I think the Cowboys owner knows their team ain't gonna make yeah, it. That's a wrap for them. So and he ain't jumped off the building yet, so he's straight. Uh, Jerry Jones is a straight pimp. He got them Cowboys fans believing he trying to change shit. He read, they keep paying for tickets and paying for that arena. He ain't doing nothing but trying to sell out his big screen. Yeah, he would jump off the building and land on money. I know, right? <laughs> I'm gonna go with the owner of the Cavs. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he show, he's proven to show that he's extremely emotional or sensitive. Uh, a little hot strong. That's a little, that's good and point. he's got just enough hope. Cause they 500 right now. 414. But he it's, got it's just early enough, though. It's early. I know. He's got just enough hope. I think they can keep that up around till like maybe the end of December. And then they start plumbing it, then Dan Gilbert's gonna start going crazy. But you know, he, you know, he's watching Miami's record. He's like, well, we only one game back. <laughs> I picture that. I picture that locker room like Major League Two. Locker room with a picture of LeBron there with full clothes, and every time they get a win, he rip off a piece of his clothing or something like that because he really does not like that name. Yeah. He probably got a voodoo doll of LeBron at his house. Oh, that's right. serious right there. Let me do some more random thoughts, and then uh, we're going to get into some articles. Uh, so I was thinking about Comedy Killers the other day because y'all know what Comedy Killer is, right? Like, 
subjects you don't talk about because they they ruin like comedians call it like cancer is a comedy tale. Yeah, hard to make a good joke about cancer yeah. and get people to laugh because so many people in the audience have been affected by cancer. I love a good cancer joke though. So um, I was trying to think of the ultimate one, and I think it's. If you can make a joke with the punchline, aborting a retarded minority, <laughs> a minority cancer baby with HIV on 9/11. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's the least funny, the least funny you can get. That was a good joke right there. You lose, <laughs> I think you can lose the killer. You can lose the audience if you can come up with something like that and end on that. I think you can get booed off the stage. Yes, right. you can. And then I Shot. found out he had HIV and died on the plane on 9 11. I'm out! Tip your waiters. I think if you make it feel like black, you'll get some laughs, though. Yeah, oh yeah, I said minority, baby. You know, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you're gonna bomb like Charlie Murphy did. <laughs> oh, you hear about that shit? Yeah, I already got booed off the stage. Oh. Um, at some uh, college that he was doing there. But I, I, the other thing I heard about that situation, though, was that. That the audience wasn't there for comedy, they were there for a step show. And they did this at my old college, Fayetteville State, and it is a disaster. Stop booking comedians. We don't respect comedians. Stop booking comedians for shit that is not funny. If you, yeah. It's one thing if people go to a show to laugh, yeah. it's another thing if you're like, so before you can do the thing you really want to do, we're going to have niggas come out and talk for 30 minutes. Of course you're going to be booing and shit. You ready for him to get the fuck out of there? Yeah. Like, can King Capri come out, please? I did not come here to fucking hit Charlie Murphy. I came here to dance with my sweatpants and shit. Um, Alright, man. So, I'm thinking about life. Mm-hmm. You know how life it just takes different angles. You never, you know, far as going to say what life is like a box of chocolate. So, I was thinking about that phrase. And I say, life. It's like trying to piss after you come. You know what I'm saying? You never really know what direction life is going to take, man. You really have to adjust to it on the floor, man. You know what I'm saying? You can't just, I mean, some people, they don't give a fuck. They just sit there and let the piss go anywhere. They have to clean it up later. You have a nasty-ass bathroom. But if you want your life to be good, you have to adjust to the stream of the piss because it might come shooting straight down one day. It might shoot up. Like, sometimes you got to lean over. Yeah, sometimes you got to do all kinds of shit to get it to go right, man. In the bathtub. Yeah, and you never know which direction. Why is it that you never know? Which, why is it that you never know which direction that shit's going though? Man, it, I, it would be cool if it was like, all right, when I come, I, I always piss to the left. left. <laughs> right? Like then you can prepare for the shit, but no, it's, it literally is a surprise every time. It's like, oh shit! Oh, whoa, 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 I didn't even right know, know you could piss inwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jumping dick down and I'm still pissing up. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, just pissing the bathroom. I think, now, out of the group here, um, I think oh. Justin and Karen are the only ones, they go to church the most often. I don't go to church. That's, I don't go to church either. So. Yeah, I'm really, but judge me, I don't give a fuck. I don't know. Y'all don't want to engage me on church. Y'all keep giving Eddie Long that money, but anyway. <laughs> um, what, what I was thinking, though, is I think I would go to church if at least once a month, if they would change the blood and the body of Jesus to cinnamon bread, dog, raisin cinnamon bread, I would I would go in just to try that. Hey, y'all, I had some warm raisin toasted cinnamon bread the other day, man. It was so With delicious. With a little bit of butter on it. Yes, man. Can yeah, you imagine yeah, the Last yeah. Supper? Jesus smelled good. Can you imagine the Last Supper <laughs> if that shit was raisin cinnamon bread, dude? Mm. People like, hey, with this... 
taking my body. Judas, put that down. I'm not done talking this. I'm sorry, Jesus. Delicious. You are delicious. Forgive me. Please forgive me. Can I have some milk instead of this wine? This is delicious. But the other thing is, I don't think Judas would have betrayed him. He's like, we need to keep this nigga around. There's not a lot of raisin cinnamon bread. I was going to get that 30 pieces of silver, but if you can give me a loaf of raisin bread, fresh, with butter on it, with a little brown sugar sprinkled on it. You know I have to be unleavened bread now, you know. Yeah, well, of course. Unleavened. Columbus would have found those spices sooner. Yeah, exactly. Would we have killed all them Indians? No. Raising cinnamon bread is the answer to a lot of shit, dude. I'm just telling y'all. I would have, like, first of all, you know when the Romans came and they'd be like, tell us what Jesus is. You'd be like, mm-mm. No. <laughs> let, me, let me chew up this cinnamon bread first. We can still smell them. We can still smell them. And Judas, you like, no. you want some 30 pieces of gold? Well, I was just going to buy cinnamon bread. I already got un, un, a lifetime supply long as I fuck with this dude. Stop changing water to wine. Can you turn the bread to cinnamon bread, please? Turn the water to milk, please. Um, why does the lack of a two-week notice only seem unprofessional from the employee? <laughs> it's never unprofessional when your job fires your ass. No, it's That's not. actually considered professional when they have security escort your ass out the building. But if you was actually to be like, um, I'm not going to give a two-week notice. I quit effective today. Your, your job will be like, well, don't call us for any uh, for any type of recommendations. You, well, you quit. It, it depends because typically if they escort you out, then you're still going to get your two weeks leave uh you know your severance for two weeks or whatever, whatever. But but get, it's not really but a if, notice. But if you get fired, right? No, you don't, don't get, get shit. You don't get shit. But sometimes, don't you want to have the option to quit a job the way they fire motherfuckers? I've seen people do this at a job where the job just treated everybody so bad that when people start quitting, one girl she sent an email to her boss, got up and walked out. So you know what? Uh, the boss you know got what? an email and it's not looking for I can't even lie. My last job, they got an email on Friday at 5.30. And the following day, the following Monday was Labor Day. So, that's how Tuesday rolled around and they got the message. I was already on my new job. I was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. Hey, but see, like you, didn't, you didn't call them for, you couldn't really call them and say, so, why don't y'all use my old company for a reference and call my boss? Because you like, this dude might dick me. Like, you could not feel comfortable about that. Well, see, I, and the thing is, is that that dude was an asshole. And, yes, she was racist, Baylor. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to call no company names, but Baylor, you know who the fuck you work for. And, uh, and even if they did call for a reference, I don't want them calling for a reference because... They probably dick me. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's fucked up, though, because if I, if I, if I don't get a two-week notice, I still got to put this fucking but you know what? company on my resume. But what, what, what's bad is you kind of have to give a two-week notice because the company you're going to is going to look at you sideways and be like, oh, you're not even going to give them a two-week notice? Uh, no, you don't have to do that, brother. No. <laughs> uh, let, me, no. let me explain no. how, how the logistics work. Hey, All I got to do is say this. Hey, new job, I can work for you on X amount of days. Do you need to give your company a two-week notice? Sure. 
The no, fuck so, you gonna say? No, they can't check. I know, I know, but what they I'm saying. They can't check. All what, I gotta do is just stop showing no, up. No, but what, what, what happened? Let me finish. No, you would no, notice no, I'm not here for two weeks. That's how you would notice. <laughs> but what, what, happened, what happened with mine was when I started the job, I was there. They're like, when can you start? I was like, I can start on Monday. They're like, Monday's a holiday. Can you start Tuesday? <laughs> so they knew I wasn't giving them a two week notice. Have you ever put a friend's number down? But like, this was my supervisor. Yeah, I, I've done I've done that with family members and shit before too. But the only problem is um, I don't want them calling them niggas and really asking any detailed questions. It would depend on the job. Like if it's a job where the questions are gonna be vague. Then cool, I'll put, I'll put anybody down for that shit. But if it's a good job where they're gonna be like, so how was he on the TPFS report? Like, <laughs> uh, see, they not allowed to ask those questions. They only ask, um, cause I've had people put me down all the time. They only ask, would you rehire the person? Yes, it was a very excellent employee. Oh, well, I just hope you're right. I don't, I hope none of my, if you're an engineer, don't put me down as a shit. You gotta know who to put down. Well, my thing is this, I've been at a place where, People had gave a two-week notice, and they basically said, okay, we got your two-week notice. We still going to fire you anyway. They yeah, that's, that. that's I've had people that, uh... They got to pay you. Yeah, they I mean, got paid. Yeah, yeah, they got paid. They got to say, I'm going to But what's, what's the point of me giving you a two-week notice right. and you still getting rid of me? Yeah. Shit, that's what's up, man. That means I get two weeks of vacation. Now I want you fucking shit up while you done the last two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Anything like that. Especially if you go to the center. Cutting stuff down. They don't want you fucking shit up, like doing everything wrong. They really just give yeah. somebody else your work and uh, overwork. Yeah, because if you work in certain departments from my company, you gotta yeah, leave. Yeah, you have to leave immediately because you know they know you're going to either if you won't go into a competitor, it's a wrap because they don't want you saving stuff and using it with the competitor. Or if you work in, I think like if you work in finance or something like that, because they don't want you messing up the money. So, so you understand know, that. Any of y'all watch Bored to Death or seen The Hangover? Yeah, I see my Is it Alright, so is it me or is Zach Galifianakis the type of funny that is gonna die of an overdose or suicide at like 45? He's the dude with the beard in the hangover. Okay. The one that had the that, that spiked everybody's drinks and got everybody passed out. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, he's just that weird, odd, kooky type of crazy with the crazy eyes and the beard that seems like one day I'm gonna read a headline. I hope it don't happen, but um, Zach Galifianakis is dead at 43. He like, seems like he does experiment with every type of drug. Seriously. You would be surprised if he had one of them kind of David Carradine type of deaths. Yeah, like he just, he lives, he's a, he's a recluse. He lives in a, off a, in a farm in North Carolina. So he's yeah. one of those people that doesn't hang out in Hollywood. Like, if something weird happens in his career, I would not be surprised because he's just that weird type of funny where it's like, I've seen this story before. You die. <laughs> Does it end well? Yeah, you too funny and and too weird. And he's not acting in these. Yeah, movies. yeah, he exactly. <laughs> acting like he really himself. is that guy on board to death that wants. To, I need to smoke some weed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am going to go cry now. Crying from, I watched uh, Real Time with Bill Maher, which is a live po- political show they have on Fridays. He smoked weed on there live on the air. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm sure he didn't scope to see if police were around the security. He just pulled a joint out while they were talking about marijuana legislation and started smoking, offered everybody on stage some, and then kept continued to smoke weed. And then, and then, ah! and then his FBI agents or anybody listening to the show, 
I hate to put his business out there like that, so y'all tune off for this part, but more than likely he lives on the farm so he can grow his yeah, own marijuana. Yeah, he probably growing his own weed. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, he's a neighborhood pharmacist for the little kids. Yeah. He let them come smoke. That's what most people say. Uh-huh. Yeah, he died before 50. Um, so, Star Wars, man. Um, I just thought about this, and maybe people already brought this up, but... I'm pretty sure R2 and C3PO is gay, right? That's a gay relationship. <laughs> Two dudes yeah. hanging out, getting in trouble together, caring a whole lot about each other. Yeah. It was several situations. If I was R2 or C3PO, I would have left them. And I'm pretty sure that C3PO was the woman. And R2-D2 was the man. R2-D2 is the gold robot? The gold robot is C-3PO. The yeah, one that's the, the woman. That's and shit. the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah the English yeah, accent. Yeah, he yeah. was the woman in the gay relationship. Definitely. You know, yeah. if you believe in those gender roles or whatever. But I do. That, that was, he was definitely the woman. He was catching. <laughs> yeah, R2, R2, R2 was the man. He was like, oh shit, I got to deal with this shit again. But yeah, plus C-3PO wouldn't shut the fuck up. He was a bitch, too. Just like a woman. <laughs> Just like a woman. Um, alright man, so let's do some fucking articles and then we can get out of here. Uh, sex act in car. Doctor can carry on working. Oh. A doctor who was caught masturbating in his car has been allowed to keep his job following a disciplinary hearing. Amud Salim was arrested after a woman saw him exposing himself in his gold BMW. With police arriving at the Village Street at Village Street in Newdigate near Dorking to find the 33-year-old belt, <laughs> he was Dorking, all right. Uh, to find the 33-year-old's belt still undone, the General Medical Council heard. Um, see, Salee, who was working at both Newdigate and Brockman surgeries, accepted a, a caution for outraging public decency, but had denied professional misconduct. So he's saying, look, yes, I was jacking off and it's a danger to the public, but it does not affect my surgery. Why are y'all bringing me before the General Medical Council? Now, look, this is how I look at it, man. I agree with it. Right. Because you might as well go ahead and release a little tension so you can relax before surgery. I don't want no uptight doctor cutting on me. I'm just saying. Well, the woman, the woman who called police said she filmed the doctor with her camera. <laughs> she said, I recorded about 12 seconds of footage, but I got too upset at what I was seeing. Uh, you got too turned on. Yeah, like, she was hitting maybe, press charges against her. What a court him, I know, right? In an interview, the doctor said he had stopped to pick up lunch from a nearby shop after a morning's work before his next shift started at 4 p.m. He's describing the telephone chat with his wife. He said, before I realized what I was doing, I started playing with myself. <laughs> okay, listen. As a man, it was an expert on jacking his dick. I've jacked my dick several times. Uh -huh. Um, Never has I accidentally started jacking off. It's never been like, <laughs> and the next thing you know, I was fucking jacking off. It was yeah. weird. <laughs> on top of that, dog, he was jacking off in his car. You know how hard it is to get your shit out in the car when you sit down? Yeah. You have to lean back, have stick a leg out the window. I'm trying to figure out what the stain you looked like when he went in. <laughs> like, I'm sure he messed up his clothes. No, he had to get the finish. He tried to get the finish. He rolled up. I'm sure that's not his first time doing that. But I've never seen a gold BMW. That's what I, I wonder what that looks like. I don't want, and I don't want this dude operating on me with blue balls. Can we let him finish? <laughs> Thank you. I do not need. Exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, what about the patient tenant? that day? Why? What? Yeah. Why ain't his windows tinted? That would solve the whole problem. 
don't know. He probably had the roof down. He probably getting freaky. He probably was talking to his wife, having phone sex. Yeah, the incense lit and everything. Yeah, I'm just not. The kind, I'm not the kind of dude that has phone sex. I mean, I ain't knocking nobody that does. I'm just not good at it. I, I don't have whatever it takes. Terrible. To do the phone sex. Uh, I'm, I'm sucking your titty. How yeah. that? Like, <laughs> like as I'm saying it, I feel like the situation is unbelievable. It would sound funny. It would like, sound funny while I said it. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm fucking you on the 50 yard line. Well, we gonna get caught. <laughs> put your pants up. Put your pants up. This is crazy. What are you thinking? But, um, alright, man. So, um, let's see. I, I think I think it was almost not to get sexual pleasure, just to get some rest. <laughs> what? Yeah, like, right. I need to bust this nut for this nap. You do would be a good ass sleep. I need to bust that nut. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. You can't knock it down. the best sleep. I guess that's why they let them keep practicing. They're like, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> we should have all our doctors do that. We'll have a designated area. Uh, <laughs> he claimed he was tired and under pressure from work and only saw his family at weekends because he had not yet managed to buy a house in the area. His wife and baby son were both in, both in Birmingham, he told police, and his family was still in the uh, he's deeply ashamed. Uh, I completely understand it is a very bad misjudgment on that day. It never happened before. It will never happen again. Now, let's be honest. <laughs> that shit happened before. I'm not saying it, I've never done that, but if you jacking off, I know a thing or two about jacking off. That shit's ritualistic. You don't jack off in new places and shit. <laughs> okay, it's not an experiment. It's not like, you know what? I've never jacked off in my guest while people were watching. Fuck it. <laughs> Let's try it. Today's the day. Like, no. I'm sure it's the first time for everything, but he didn't get caught the first time. Like, he clearly was comfortable in his gold BMW jacking off. He just didn't take nobody out of the It might have been, been his first time, and next time he'll be more cautious. And like Karen said, he'll tint the windows. Yeah. But he was like, you know, it was feeling good. So, <laughs> this time he won't park in the handicap spot. Oh, okay. Go to the far away spot up on the corner. Yeah. yeah. I always find a parking deck, is what I say. <laughs> park between two big SUVs that they can't see. So anyway, man, he was beating his dick, so... Uh, speaking of the next story, cops... Cops say this. Man beat wife over missing ricotta. Oh, cheese? Mm-hmm. Oh. A Chelsea man beat his wife over a missing ingredient for the lasagna he was making during Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> Hours before she was found dead in their driveway. Damn. I'm sure both things are unrelated. Oh. Um, Frederick Wilkes, 54, lashed out at... Lashed out at Teresa Kina Wilkes, 50, after he discovered beans inside ricotta cheese container in their fridge. What? what? Why he beans? Threw, he threw the container of beans at her, <laughs> and they became involved in an altercation. She threw a hissy fit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Niggas look like ricotta cheese to you, bitch. Just go to the stove. Baby, it's Monday Night Football. You can't just go to the stove. Yeah, this is crazy. Okay. Come on, yeah. And you wonder why he killed him. Wilkes, a father of two. Damn. Uh, so now the babies ain't got no parents. A father of two. This is it. Hours before. So she was dead before the game even came I guarantee you that girl up to have some ricotta cheese. In the house, yeah. I guarantee well, either you. That, either that or they're going to grow up and be lactose intolerant. They're like, I, I hate cheese. They don't think about my mama dying. But, um, well, yeah, it was hours before the game, Karen, but you got to remember. PTI comes on a little earlier that day. Then you have the Monday night countdown. You gotta watch that with the boys. 
Uh, you gotta check your fantasy stats. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta check his fantasy stats. He's in the house cooking. That's a lot okay? that goes on today. He's cooking lasagna for his family. It's I not guarantee like you just sit down and watch football. Yeah. I guarantee you he took off work that day and everything. Yeah, you don't make, everybody knows, you don't make you don't make lasagna with beans. Everybody knows this. It's not vegetable lasagna. It's just regular lasagna. I don't know what she was thinking. That bitch got what she deserved. Yeah, I mean, it, it, any judge that can beat this man. <laughs> Has no heart. He needs to have his life. Uh, let's see. They've been married for 28 years. Um, he so she should have known by then. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with her? He pleaded. He pleaded not guilty to three counts of assault and battery yesterday, and is being held on fifteen thousand dollars bail. He is not charged with murder. Exactly. The judge. Oh, what happened? Did he? The fight began around 8 p.m. when the couple. That's not, that's not, that's a half hour for the game. Yeah, no wonder he killed her. He only had 30 minutes to get to the store and back. Asshole to shut up. Yeah, she kept talking. Well, let me tell you about my day. He's like, bitch, Tiki Barber is talking about the game. (laughs) Don't make me throw these beans at you. Um, that maybe she took the beans out of the can because he, when he was throwing them before in the can, it hurt more. She's like, I'm gonna put this in something light and plastic. Um, the fight began around 8 p.m. when the couple, uh, and Fred Wilkes' buddy, Mario Dunaruma, what the fuck is he doing over? I guess he can't watch the game. Yeah. Went to the kitchen to prepare dinner before the Steelers Bengals game, according to court papers. All three had been drinking for hours, and when Wilkes found the leftover beans, the argument began. Uh, Dunaruma told the cops, so his buddy's knocking on him. Wow. Teresa Wilkes hit her husband several times, and he hit her three times in the side of the head with the Either an open or closed fist. Very important detail to be out. Uh, the friend said he offered to go to the store to purchase the ricotta cheese, but was unsuccessful and returned only with beer and vodka. <laughs> How did he get to the store? He had been drinking for hours? Man, he ran a game on them. <laughs> he was like, look, just give me the money. Damn. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> they ain't had no cheese. The reason, that dude, the reason that dude didn't get charged with murder is because his homeboy's being brought up on murder charges. He's yeah. like, you know this man was mad about his ricotta cheese, and you took his money and got beer. Yeah, you used him as a weapon. Hey, I was going to say, too, it's hard to persecute him when the witness is so unreliable. Like, I, like that sounds like something he made up. Like, but I went to the store and bought some liquor. No, I mean, I went and got some cheese, but I yeah. came back with liquor. Isn't his, is his story the definition of unreliable testimony? <laughs> Nigga, you are unreliable. I see you with cheese and you came back with alcohol. That is, I can't rely on you as a friend. I think he had, I think he slapped him. Maybe he did punch you. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I was taking a shot at the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he Wilson came upset again and his wife who was sitting on the couch suddenly found herself covered in beans. The couple fought again prompting Wills to say, you're done, get out, while grabbing his wife and dragging her out the apartment. Uh, he also pushed the beans flatter couch outside. So he was like, sit your ass on the couch. Um, sometime later, Wilkes engaged in a large, a loud argument with his wife outside, court papers indicate, before re-entering the apartment and locking the door. I hope they were there at halftime. Of course, you know, sometime later, yeah, halftime. I'm I'm sure that he put out, like, um, two minutes before the game started. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he took care of that real quick. Yeah, he didn't have time to fuck around. Two-minute drill. (laughs) No, halftime is the fastest three minutes in the sport, so you got to hurry up and get that argument over with. Um, 
Let's see, Donald Roman told cops that Wilkes opened the door once more to toss his wife's purse outside, <laughs> adding that he did not see Wilkes leave the apartment again until both were woken by police the next morning. Uh, did my well, friends outside? Yeah, and uh, well, she had the couch. She had the couch. But <laughs> why? Had a wallet. The real question for me is, why would Donnarumma, the friend, stay over the house that night? Yeah. That's the night I go home a little early. I'm sorry. I like all y'all. Y'all are all my friends. But if I go over to one of y'all house and y'all, you start throwing beans on tea I'm or out. you throw the couch outside. outside and be like, let's watch the damn game. I'm going to get a little sleepy before halftime. Well, he had to stay to finish the ball. Well, apparently, he's like, I've been drinking. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> um, let's see. The lifeless body of Teresa Wilkes was found barefoot in her driveway around 6 a.m., adding that she appeared to have scrape marks and blood on her face. Wilkes, who intentionally, who, who initially denied fighting with his wife, eventually admitted to pouring beans over Teresa, grabbing her by the shirt, and forcibly throwing her out of the apartment. Cause of death have yet to be determined pending autopsy report. Sounds like she just froze to death. Yeah, sounds like he had nothing to do. He gave her a place to sleep. Hey, man. He gave her a, a pocketbook for a pillow. That sounds like an opening case of murder to me. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you can't, like, even if she died from freezing to death, he got some problems on his head. He's gonna have a hell of a time yeah. convincing the judge that them two things was coincidental. Like, Unless I beat her ass, just... I kicked out the apartment in the cold. And I just woke up and she well, was dead. Unless the judges is a football fan, he'd be like, I understand, dismissed. Yeah. He didn't admit to him. That was a drunken friend's testimony. It was unreliable. That's true. Very unreliable. unreliable. Well, speaking of unreliable, a uh, burglary call leads to drugged, naked man found with mouse, police says. Wow. <laughs> Seneca, South Carolina. Or as they said, as they said in South Carolina, Sakalana. Um, a burglary call from Osini County Sheriff's uh, deputies threatened, I mean, I'm sorry, turned bizarre Monday morning when their suspect was found naked with a mouse in his rectum. <laughs> and a mouse in the house. And apparently drugged. And incident reports shows. I guess he ran out of gerbils. Wow. <laughs> hey, a mouse is doing a pinch, man. That's what you do. <laughs> Authorities <laughs> responded to Burnwood Circle near the town of Seneca late Monday morning after a resident complained of a burglar. Uh, when deputies arrived, they found Noah Smith, 31, lying face down and naked inside the doorway of the victim's home. <gasps> when the deputy tried to make contact with Smith, he slapped the deputy. <laughs> this sounds like some shit out of Reno 911. I know, right? You do In return, the deputy deployed his taser. All right. Taser. Oh. Which had no effect on Smith. Damn. <laughs> oh my God. I think we just discovered that a mouse is the only way to avoid the taser. You put a mouse in your ass, and you all of a sudden you're tase proof. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. The I, I think I have to just tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I got it. I got it. I take 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 it. With, reinfor- uh, uh, with reinforcements, deputies approached Smith again in the victim's bedroom. So wait, that deputy really did bitch out? Because he got <laughs> slapped. Like he got <laughs> he, he sounded like he took an ass whooping. <laughs> he called reinforcements. What's going on? He slapped the shit out of me, man. I tased him. Nothing happened. I like to hear I'm scared. I like to hear the recording of the call. That he made. Yeah. Because <laughs> I guarantee he was crying on that call. <laughs> nothing like, 
like a good slap bring out the tears anyway. <laughs> but yeah, he definitely was crying calling for reinforcements. I heard squeaking. I don't know what it was. Um, he approached Smith again uh, in the victim's bedroom. A deputy managed to handcuff Smith before he jumped off the victim's bed and tried to kick other deputies in the room. Then, according to the report, Smith was pepper sprayed. Undeterred, Smith continued to kick at the Damn. officers and otherwise evade capture. What was he, greased up? I know, right? The mouse. I mean, the mouse yeah. gave him superpowers. Wow. It was Mighty Mouse. <laughs> he was struck with the police baton several times. Damn. And Smith attempted to bite the deputy. Smith, Smith's head and mouth were covered with a blanket to prevent him from biting. He was wrestled down so shackles could be placed on his legs and his arms were hog-tied. The report stated. Yeah, because all this time he's still handcuffed. Yeah, with the mouse in his ass. <laughs> I hope that mouse is okay. And the EMS crew responded to take care of the mouse. And no, I'm joking. They, they responded and provided a stretcher to which Smith was also tied. The deputies and officers from the Seneca Police Department opined that Smith might have been high on mushrooms. You think? And identified equipment that could be used to get high in the victim's home. Uh, during a medical exam in a nearby hospital, medical personnel found a mouse tail hanging from Smith's rectal Damn. rectum. An x-ray revealed a mouse lodged inside Smith. So, was he breaking into his own house? I mean, the police were called. Why? I could understand know. him telling the cop, fuck you, get out of my house. Like, I'm in my own house. No, he broke into somebody else's house. Well, they kept saying from Smith's home. Yeah, these charges are bullshit, oh. man. I mean, they charge him with resisting arrest, but it's in his own home. And then first and third degree assault, but that's on the officers who are trying to arrest him falsely. Yeah. Look, I will say is this. If you want to live in the comfort of your own home, try mushrooms, stick a mouse up your ass, and take a nap, this is America, damn it. You should be able to do that. I'm on this dude's side. Yeah, and that cop need to be bitch slapped. That's why that's why he got so angry. Yeah. And then he sent that cop out crying like a little bitch. Now yeah. what he should have did uh, after that though was climbed out the back window and left. So he yeah. came back. Dude got slapped by a dude with a mouse on the back. <laughs> and he called for reinforcements. That's gotta be the hardest backup call to make it. He's gonna have to go to witness protection uh, after that. Yeah. They when they be like, What's the problem, man? Y'all will see when y'all get it. Y'all ain't gonna believe this shit. But we have a we have a mouse here. That's not a mouse tail hanging out his rectum. That mouse is in his ass for real. That's disgusting. How far up his ass? He had to go. It was just at the edge of his ass. Only the tail was hanging out. Listen, the mouse claws and everything. That's what I was thinking, man. You know, mouse chew and claw through everything. His asshole is probably tore up. They had cheese in there. Swiss cheese. Swiss, Swiss cheese. Oh. Uh, grandma and baby cell case wanted to cheat daughter. Uh, oh. Not only did Patty Bigby, I like when old women have old women names. Not only did Patty Bigby try to sell her 10 week old grandson on the internet, she had the plan to cheat the baby's mother out of her cut of the cash. Damn. 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 She heard over the cash for real. Now look at the picture of these people. Yeah, they all on meth at least. Uh, last week, the 45 year old grandmother from Volusia County tried to broker a deal on Facebook. To have a, why do people do this? Do they know that, that, that that's not the place to do illegal transactions? Yeah. Uh, she tried to broker a deal on Facebook to have another daughter, one she hadn't seen in decades, pay $75,000 in exchange for the infant record show. 
I wonder if she tagged her to the. She had to. The deal culminated Friday in a Best Buy parking lot in Daytona Beach, where Bigby was arrested. Then things got even weirder. On Tuesday, Florida Department of Law Enforcement officials laid out the elaborate scheme that says Bigby, who moved to Florida with a criminal record and a trail of bad debt, cooked up to to sell Aiden Fleming, now 11 weeks old, and enrich herself in the process. According to authorities in the paper, the trail in the uh, the, in the paper trail in the case, it went like this: Bigby won one million dollars in the Missouri lottery two years ago, but she apparently squandered it. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Oh my god, God, why? <laughs> why is God letting this shit happen? He, he made this woman a millionaire. <laughs> to prevent when he saw what was going to happen. And it didn't even work. Bigby moved to Florida last year, unemployed and strapped for cash. In Jul- what did she spend a million dollars on in two years? <laughs> this not that... There's not that much mess in the world. She's like, now I can get that upper class mess. <laughs> it's like that uh, Deja Chappelle skit. Now we can get high for hours. She bought milk and a front coat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, small claims judgment was lodged, lodged against her for 2000 and $185 in August. Her landlord evicted her from an apartment in Daytona Beach. Then on August 24th, Aiden was born to Bigby's daughter, Stephanie, and uh, she turned, apparently her daughter turns 22 today. And at some point, Bigby Fleming left Aiden at her mother's Holly Hill uh, apartment and moved to Brindleton. So she left her baby there, where she lives with Aiden's presumed father. That's some bullshit, too. When you move in with the father but have to leave a baby at home, y'all niggas ain't shit. Y'all moving in together and like, oh, the only thing holding us back is this baby. <laughs> Here you go, Grandma. Why? You know I want to be with you. I just don't want you to have our kids. Yeah, so, I want to uh, be with you, not the baby. Why are you bringing the damn baby in my house? Just because we got DNA in common. Uh, speaking of babies, Mel Gibson got to pay back child support. $60,000 in back child support to Oksana Rigurewa. For their one-year-old daughter, uh, Gibson has been—he's been refusing to pay until he was allowed to deduct six thousand dollars a month in rent that he pays for the home where uh, Oksana stays. With uh, what the hell is they staying? Six thousand dollars a month? Los Angeles, baby. That's I, how it is. If she blow him first, he would have been paid. Yeah, she needs to smile and blow him, but I guess he won't be leaving any messages on this one. Uh, Lil Wayne was banned from a Las Vegas party. He look like Whoopi right though. He does, don't he? Oh my god, yes he does. Yeah, that's because he's sober. Um, but yeah, he was banned from a Las Vegas party. And the only thing about this I'm bringing up is, apparently this nigga can't drink for three years as part of his probation. Damn. Just send his ass back now. He's not going to make it for three years. And I was a little upset when I saw they didn't let him in because I was kind of hoping the nigga was going back to prison. I didn't know he was out yet. Like, yeah, yeah. They're like, look, Wayne, we don't want you to go back, so we can't let you in. Yeah, that's like they basically did him a favor. Yeah. They were like, we don't want you taking pictures with alcohol and shit. Just go home. Then people would be mad because this club was a club that got you sent back to jail and don't want nobody want to yeah, come back true. here. But more people need to know he's out because I keep seeing people talking about free little Wayne like this. They all stupid. Anybody talking about Wayne and jail is stupid. Girl, speaking of stupid, girl allegedly slept with her father over mom's death. Uh, An Ohio man, prosecutors say, ordered his teenage daughter to atone for her mother's death by taking her place in bed. (laughs) Has been sentenced to six years in prison. The girl, now 18, was driving two years ago 
when she turned into the path of a pickup truck resulting in a wreck that killed her mother. Prosecutors in Southwest Ohio's Claremont County said the father made his daughter sleep with him and among other psychological abuses. Uh, tell her two younger sisters she caused their mother's death. So basically he was like, uh, look. <laughs> he was like, you know you he's look like, just like your mama. He's like, look. <laughs> The dick don't go nowhere, okay? I'm still gonna need some pussy. <laughs> and I don't care if you did just kill your stuff. Wipe them tears! Wipe them tears! Get in the bed, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? Like, oh, so that's why LeBron wanted to leave. Of course, man. Like, that's what they do in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But somehow he owes them. He owes them. Uh, police ID pair of accused, pair accused in Special Olympics death. And both of these people look like they should be in the special. Yeah, they play, were they athletes? Gresham <laughs> <laughs> police have identified two people accused of stealing a Special Olympic swim uh, at a swim, Special Olympic swim meet. Uh, police say a tip pointed them toward Ronnie Kerr and his girlfriend Audra Britton in uh, a theft at the Mount Hood Community College's Aquatic Center last weekend. Surveillance video shows a man and a woman walking down what the police describe as a hallway where families and volunteers at the events were stirring, storing their belongings. So these two scums of the earth went into the fucking Special Olympics area where all, everybody kept their stuff and stole their shit. Wow. Like he looked like he like 10 years older than her too. Yeah. I guarantee this was the slowest getaway ever. <laughs> we don't even have to run that fast. We, we um, they should have paid somebody to uh, drive them away. That seems to be working. Uh, in other Florida news, a man seeks Obama, Jesus, and Tebow restraining orders. And you know, I'm not going to go too far into this other than to say, I, just, I agree. I understand. <laughs> Sometimes it is a little too much with these niggas. Like, I get it. Alright, we got a black president. Tim Tebow has never had sex. And everybody loves Jesus. Can we just keep the people from talking about it around me all the time? I'm not. It's not like I forgot since yesterday. I, 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 if I could get a restraining order against some annoying shit... I would probably do that. Like, I, I'm not knocking this dude, man. All right, I, definitely, last, I definitely understand the Tim Tebow. Yeah, last story. Uh, Eunice man says Whataburger fired him for marrying a black woman. Whataburger? That's not a restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. There's some, no, somebody famous oh, on that restaurant, too. Don't give me the line. I ain't never heard of these niggas before today. Me either. In a federal lawsuit filed last... We got some good stuff down here. I ain't never heard of no Whataburger. Yeah, I heard a good burger. Make the burger called Good Ass Burger. <laughs> in a federal lawsuit filed last month in the Northern District Court of Texas, a Euless man and 10-year employee of Whataburger, damn, 10 years. <laughs> man, that's a long time off. He was a manager of Super <laughs> Serious, first of all, if you're not 15, what are you doing working in fast food? And if you're, if you're over 15, how did you make it 10 years? I really worked up. there. <laughs> I've worked in fast food before. I, I could not do it more than a few months. I actually remember one time we disrespected our manager so bad he cried, cried man. He did that shit too bad. He I cried. He I, I went in the I went in the freezer to get some shit. This nigga was in there crying, and um, you know, no offense, he was gay. Yeah, he was. He was gay. Um, and I don't know. I guess he thought we were making jokes about him being gay, but one thing, even from when I was a young kid, I've never really made jokes about gay people. It's just not one of my things. I just don't do it. It's nothing. Uh, like, I don't know why. I just, I don't call people fag. I don't call, I just don't do that shit. 
I know a lot of dudes think they measure their manliness by making those kind of jokes, and I don't care. That's on them. You know, you deal with the repercussions of that shit. But the other people were making those jokes about him. I just didn't. I just wouldn't be participating. But when I went in there, man, dude was straight up crying like a little bitch. <laughs> and I don't mean that because he was gay. I mean, any dude I caught in there crying, I would have been like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was a 15-year-old kid consoling this grown-ass man like, hey, man, you guys got to get out there and be tough, man. Come on now. He's like, man, if they hate me talking about me like this. I'm like, dude, come come on, man. I'm trying to get to the burger patties. I really okay? They're right behind you. Move I make 525. I'm not getting paid to counsel it, all right? But, yeah, that shit was crazy. Anyway, man, so um, uh, Michael Young warned, warned that Whataburger manage- management was old school. And that his relationship could get him in trouble with higher ups. Despite his region's superior performance to other store zones, which Young says he can back up with corporate accounting documents, Young claims he was fired and replaced with less qualified staff. Michael Young is an upstanding guy who worked for Whataburger for a long time and did really well for them, said Joseph Gillespie, Young's lawyer. He tells Unfair Park that Young ran into a glass ceiling. Uh, where he started seeing his when he started seeing his wife and was denied promotions and then terminated. Uh, from the original complaint, Clifton Rutledge, the regional director, explained to Young what he needed to do to advance his career with Whataburger. Young was told by Rutledge to watch who he was dating. Uh, Rutledge, who knew Young was white and that Young was dating an African American woman, told Young that the Dobson family is old school and the young and that and Young who dated or married could negative to and who Young dated or married could negatively impact his career and promotions within the company. Damn. So they were stupid. They were setting themselves up for a lawsuit. And she can't use your comb. Don't much, bring it home. How much more ah. qualified do you have to be to just work at Whataburger? Well, mean? first of all, at Whataburger, we ain't having no Obama babies, okay? Because <laughs> you said somebody less qualified, like, <laughs> did he have a four-year degree and was working at something? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm assuming it's the 10 years of experience. Yeah. Uh, Young did not take his superiors warning to heart. He continued to date who he wanted to date, and it turned out badly for him. Uh, though Gillespie wanted to, uh, wouldn't go into detail, he told Unfair Park that Young was earning a six-figure salary for which he's seeking compensation. Damn, he was what? earning money. Who was earning a six-figure salary at Whataburger? Young. Hold on, is this? Let me ask you this. So... We're looking at it as like the store level. Right. Maybe he worked in like the corporate office. Yeah, he, he, like, he said he had corporate sales figures that could back him up. Yeah. So maybe this ain't the loser ass dude that we thinking of. Yeah, but it's still funny to make them jokes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whataburger just filed a response to Young's claim on Monday wherein the company denies his claims of discrimination. We've been playing phone tag with Whataburger's water publicists for the last month <laughs> and they sent over this statement today. While we can't discuss pending litigation, Whataburger is proud of his diverse family of employees and the niggers they choose to date. <laughs> the positive work environment we have created and the equal opportunities we make for mulattoes <laughs> available to all of our moon crickets. We will vigorously defend our reputation in the South should this action go to trial. Well, I guess Chonella couldn't work there, could they? I guess, I, yeah, Clove would be our ass out. <laughs> I'm like, this woman is too black. I don't care if she's Canadian or not. <laughs> we do not grade on the curve at Whataburger. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, this dude got fired from dating a nigga. Welcome to America. 
Um, <laughs> so uh, make sure you guys check out the podcast at Facebook, iTunes, and Podomatic. Search for the Black Guy Who Tips. Leave us a review. Go join our Facebook page. Like us. And, uh, you know, also... Make sure you call the show, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. We will respond to that on Saturday. Email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, and follow us on Twitter. I'm at Roderick's Prime. Um, say that again, that as in D-A-T. And not only that, y'all, uh, I do have my own account on Xbox 360. It's the same thing. Say that again for those who want to team up with me. Yeah. All I play is favor right now, just for those <laughs> that's out there. I won't be playing no Call of Duty Black Ops like Roger. I'm just making that clear. Yeah, and uh, you can follow me. I'm uh, Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Underscore Montgomery. And I'm also Rhyme Over Reason. All right, man. So um, I think that wraps it up for everything we got to do today. Oh, and, you know, try to keep your voicemails around three minutes or lower. Uh, we were trying to cut down on the time for the show on Saturdays. Uh, but we still do appreciate everybody that calls in and whatnot, and it wasn't too bad. We only had one real long one, and uh, that was the. I had to get my man to recall it and re-record it because it was like seven minutes long. Damn! I was like, nobody wants to hear about the Mavericks for seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, whatever I said, I take back. Just please, just erase the message. But uh, all right, man. So until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah.